This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome everybody to season three, episode 11 of The Psychologists Are In. I am Maggie Lawson. And I'm her podcast partner in crime, Tim V. Elmitson. And today is one of the most psychotic episodes of the season. You know it, you love it, you love him. It's Lassie did a bad, bad thing. Tim. I'm Maggie. You look fantastic, Tim. You look fantastic. Thank you. I'm wearing all of our merch today. I've got the pineapple Sternbush. I got the hat. I am a walking ad. I'm wearing the real Sternbush today. You're wearing the real Sternbush. I'm wearing the national Sternbush. I didn't get the memo, so I had to do the pineapple. Well, um, I think um, the pineapple Sternbush is probably a little more becoming on you. Not that um, you have a a, a hairy Sternbush. I don't know what I'm saying. (laughs) Look, you know what? All natural you is beautiful no matter what you do. Uh, and that is why we are friends. <laughs> um, Tim, we're Maggie. going to FanX soon. Yes, we are, in fact, in just a few days. Maggie. Well, first off, this will be my first, uh, this is my first kind of Comic-Con like this. You've, you're like an, you're a pro, but I'm uh I am new. This is your this is your first uh, fan convention interaction, sort of. Thing. I know, and I'm really excited I, about it. I'm really really wait. excited to be there with you for this. I hope I do all right. <laughs> You're gonna be just fine. We're gonna we have a ball, have, Maggie. We're gonna have so much fun. We always have so much fun, um, and we also have a fun thing that we'll be sharing with all the psychos there, which is really also fun. Um, I am so excited to talk about this episode. This episode, Tim, it's so good. I caught so many things you were doing. You gave Lassie a whole new look and everything um, to like to capture what he's going through. It's just so good. Anyway, I want to well, get in. I can't wait to hear you talk about me. <laughs> and, how fa- and how fantastic you, I was. It's my favorite thing to talk about. Oh, Tim, are you ready to... Um, wait, what are we going to do? Oh, we're going to podcast the shit out of it. We're going to podcast the shit out of it. I am, okay. And speaking of which, I am really honored that the first special secret announcement we're about to reveal soon, soon, mm-hmm. is a, um, a Lassie-centric episode called... Lassie did a bad, bad thing. That's what we're talking about today, right? We, of course, did this on purpose. And it also just happened to serendipitously, serendipitously, time out with... Synchronistically? Synchronistically, thank you. Way better word. Uh, Time out with uh, Fan X this week. So... um, Where you and I are going to be together on stage and uh, in front of cameras with beautiful and handsome fans taking photographs together and... um, yeah. Interacting as much as we possibly can with these beautiful people. Yes. We cannot wait. We can't wait. Um, Okay. So let's get in. Episode 11, Lassie did a bad, bad thing. Written by Calhoun and Tim Meltzer. Or did he? Or did he? 
Okay. Directed huh. also by our the beautiful Steve Surgic, our dear pal. Oh, love Steve Surgic. Love Steve Surgic. We have to get him on at some point. Um, Steve got very busy. We only had him for like a few seasons and he did several and hung out with us. Oh, he was just the best. We loved him so much. Because he went out to be like showrunning producer on a bunch yeah. of hugely successful shows. Yeah. Um, so we're very proud of him too. But all right, let's go. Pineapple sighting. Okay. There's a pineapple sticking out of the bag of groceries under Lassie's arm and there's a wooden pineapple on top of the tiki bar in Henry's house. You beat me to all those, but that's okay. Oh, yes. Well, that's I didn't okay. know them. I didn't know them. This okay. is the Devon report. So this was this was one of the few times I actually saw them. Oh my god, I love it. One because it was I, right I next to my. You. It was like literally six inches from my face in the in the grocery bag. Young Sean sits at the kitchen table writing on a sheet of paper. Then Henry walks in with a tie and uses it to blindfold Sean. Sean asks if he brought him a pinata or if he's doing a Pepsi challenge. Remember the Pepsi <laughs> challenges? Heck yeah! Oh. You know where I used to do the Pepsi challenge at? Where? Skate King. Oh. Stop it. I love a callback. I love a callback. Oh, my God. That's so good. Uh, wait, better yet, he asks if he's being executed, all of which Henry replies no. Henry then explains that when someone is deprived of one of their senses, that the other four overcompensate in return. So instead of the typical what does Sean see test, he quizzes him on what he hears. This is going to come in handy. Young Sean explains his movements around the kitchen and asks why, in the end, he threw away his report, only for Henry to outsmart Sean, revealing he knew it was written by Gus. Sean then pulls the tie back over his eyes and says he'd rather be executed. (laughs) Here we go. Cut back to normal time. Sean and Gus arrive at the police station and run into Shules. Shules. That's very, um, very, okay, very here's cute. My, We're not Shules yet. Here's my show first. What? Um, I think it's a show first. Julia O'Hara is not in a brightly colored top in this in this particular second. I'm not, okay. actually, but it comes but later. Don't reveal it. Don't reveal it. Okay, uh. And proceed, my dear. Okay, Sean mentions they were on a stroll in the pouring rain and wanted to stop. I love the rain in this. It was so good. But the real reason to pick up the check uh, is to pick up the check from their last case to turn the cable back on. Apparently, something special is happening at the station. Lassiter busted one of the biggest members of a dangerous street gang. Yeah, he did. Cue the bad boy music. As Lassie slow-mo walks the perp into the station, I loved this. Everyone around the station applauds. Your hair's different. It's raining. This is this is the coolest entrance Lasseter ever has in Wissing. Thanks to Steve Surgic. It's again, like you said, it's the slow-mo. It's the cool music underneath. And it's, but there's a there's a bookend at the um, at the end of the episode to the cool opening. That's correct. So that thank you, Steve Surgic, for making me look so badass and cool. Yeah, it's a little rainy, so my hair's a little disheveled. Oh, you're so confident. There's just like a swagger. It's so good. It's so it good. It was so fun to play that. In and the turn that's coming, it just is so good. Okay, so Sean and Gus interrupt Lassie's fun to shine by going on a Funyun rant. This cracks oh. me up beyond. Sorry, I can interrupt. So, um, as Lassiter's walking into the station, we pass Juliet, where we get it's a it's a wider shot, and we, re- we reveal that you are actually wearing something bright. Even earlier on, when I said you weren't wearing anything bright and pink. Your lipstick was a little more pink than usual. It had a little more <laughs> Pepto Pink shade. You don't miss a thing. I didn't catch any of that. And I love, because you know what? I think that somewhere deep down, I know that I don't have to. Because I know you'll catch okay. it. You'll catch so all now, the changes. 
So now so, that we have a, a wider shot of, of O'Hara, we see that she was actually wearing kind of a V-neck sweater. That's why we couldn't see it in the tighter shot. And you're wearing, um, hang on, I've, let me go back to my M. Um, it's a pastel persimmon, or <laughs> I think my favorite is, uh, it's sweet tart pink. I like a sweet tart pink. Is it pink? It's pinkish. Okay, that's why I was like, I feel like I was in red, but maybe it is sweet tart. Oh pink. no, it's it's definitely it's definitely in the Pepto pink. It's in the oh, Pepto okay. drink Pepto family. Drink. So later, I am in red. Okay, got it, got it. Okay, Lassie joins Chief Vic in her office only to hear his worst nightmare. Chavez cut a deal with the feds and isn't going to prison for life. All of a sudden, the lights go out in the prison and a, a gunshot goes off. Everyone runs to the holding cell and finds Lassiter holding a gun over a dead Chavez. Now the station is under a complete lockdown. I this episode I felt like from the I mean it kicks in so fast and it doesn't stop and it's it's actually terrifying. And one of the things I wrote down uh, because I think it happens a few times is um, gunshots, like blood and gunshots, things we don't often see on right. psych. I, we're not we don't show them that often. Anyway, um, all of a sudden, okay, Chavez is holding a gun. Now the station is under a complete lockdown. So I'm standing over a body with a gun. Did I murder him? Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's let's find out. We don't know yet. We don't know yet, but it might. It kind of looks that way. Anyway, Chief Fix uh, keeps Lassie in the interrogation room and even swabs his hands for gun residue. He's officially the head suspect in the game of Psych Clue. Oh, that's good, Devin. Psych Clue. I love it. Sean and Gus believe Lassie is innocent and will do anything to prove it. I love this, too. I love that they just, like, immediately go to bat for you. Sean catches a couple of things, and it's so good. They visit his home and they find the uh, the most not innocent looking home of a suspected killer. And to make matters worse, the results came back that the bullet found in the dead man's body came from Lassie's gun. Lassiter realizes he's under suspension and he has to return his badge to Chief Vic. Yeah, Vic asking Lassiter for his badge was um, just intense. So, by the way, this scene as I'm walking with the groceries. Yeah, here's a little here's a little movie magic insider inside everybody. The grocery bags were made of cloth, so you're not you don't hear the paper rustling. That's so it didn't drive oh. our beautiful sound department Johnny and Carmen and Gord crazy. Um, but, it's so um, nice that they do this for movie movie magic. If if no one knows, the grocery bags usually in movies are made of uh, are made of um, what are they made of, Tim? What'd you say? It was like a burlap. It was like, like it was a burlap. A, it was yeah, a, it, was a cloth, it, was, it was cloth. But so um, because this scene was shot outside in natural light this was actually a pivotal moment in my life watching this scene back it was the first time i noticed i really started to go gray <laughs> because you can't you, you can't see it in in, in a indoor lighting it was only natural light where it really pops out i don't know i feel like you were just so stressed that a few popped out i don't think they were there to stay thank you yeah I i'm, think sure, that's I'm just happened. that method of an actor yeah, and it and it works. You got so stressed in the moment, but your devastation—it's like you've completely lost the life in you, and the, well, like then, you like you're so good, Tim. So I must really be stressed now because look at those. <laughs> a, I don't for those see of you who anything. can't see, for those of you but, not, who aren't watching it yet, I was yeah. just pointing to these streaks of like the stripes of grain, uh, stripes of silver in my hair. Yeah, 
but they're but but still, your hair looks great. I'm a big fan of the silver. All right, Lassiter visits Sean and Gus in his not-so-casual clothes, asking the two of them to work with him to prove his innocence. Simultaneously, Jules speaks with Chief Vic, and they both reveal that they don't trust the detective from internal affairs. Back at the psych office, Sean makes Lassiter close his eyes, attempting to have Lassie deprive his senses like Sean did when he was younger. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by big wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I first heard that Mint Mobile offers premium wireless starting at just 15 bucks a month, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them and using their service, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they're the first company to sell wireless service online only. So they cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Mint Mobile is so easy to sign up. It's so easy to use. And um, one of my biggest concerns was like, what's the service like? The service is incredible. It's as good as any other. Honestly, this is there is no catch here. For anyone who hates their phone bill, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for just 15 bucks a month. Mint Mobile gives you the best rate whether you're buying for one or a family. And at Mint, families start at two lines. All plans come with unlimited talk and text plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan. See? It's that easy. And keep your same phone number along with all of your existing contacts. Switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash pineapple. That's mintmobile.com slash pineapple. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash pineapple. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I got to go back to one quick thing about going in to the psych office, this scene. Yeah. Where this, because I'm in a suit and they, they say, what are you, are you, uh, you back on the job? I'm like, no, these are my civvies. And yeah. they're like, you look, exa- you <laughs> look, look exactly like, you know, exactly like, what I say, are you kidding? I'm wearing my, I'm wearing my, these are a gentleman's casual shoe. I'm wearing my suede, <laughs> my suede box, it's, uh, which, it's which then proceeds the, um, the whole, um, runner of, all the casual, casual things he would do. And Sean's saying, what are you, Daisy, uh, Swan Watch with the Daisy Buchanan, which is one of my <laughs> favorite lines, which I really feel like was a Berman ad. But Andy, be. Andy shouldn't have been on set, but I'm pretty sure. And I think... Yeah, he wouldn't have been. This was Kel and, no. and Tim Meltriger. I even looked to see if he was uh, prepping, and I don't think he was. But for some mm-hmm. reason, I feel like he was on set and, and pitched 
Swan watching watch with Daisy Buchanan. It sounds like it. I get Mel Trigger too, though. I could hear that coming out of Mel Trigger as well. That is true. Um, okay, Lassie then reveals he heard a faint squeak at the site of the murder. Sean, Gus, and Lassie arrive in the Blueberry only for Lassie to wait in the back of a car like what? one of the police dogs. So I remember so um, James tying that tie around my blindfold to me. Yeah. He went a, he went a little tight for um, extra emphasis. Uh, yeah, yeah, because... We always did. They always, they, we all went a little too far whenever we got to like do something for real. Have we met Ken, Kenny Loggins, Kenneth Loggins yet? Because I wrote that down. It was very funny. And um, I also no, I wrote down remember. Kirsten. I wanted to shout her out because I felt like she was so good and so tough and so conflicted in those first scenes with you and everything. I thought she was so good. And the color was so popped. And the color was so popped. Yes. Okay. Uh, so so uh, we know right. the, part where goes, the boys go in and um, see you, right? Uh, yes. Well, I think we're not here yet. Yes. So now, now we are. Sean and Gus but run into if, Jules working on another case. She reveals there was another person in the holding cell. He, oh, here we go. All right. Yeah. That yeah. night, a man with the name Kenneth Loggins. <laughs> but um, you kind of dismiss them a little bit, and they really go after you. And yeah. I love how O'Hara is so vehemently defending her dear partner. Carlton Lasseter. Yeah, of course. Like it wouldn't be any other way. And I love it too. I love, I love that, you know, with every episode, I feel like every single relationship grows in some in some new way. And this the last like, yet just gets deeper and deeper. Yeah. The last yet. The last C at. Oh my gosh. There were a couple of very funny um uh, word mashups in this too. Um that I wrote down, but I'm not finding it right now. Uh, hold on. Okay, we'll get there. All right, Sean messes with the lights in the holding cell. And uh, wait, <laughs> Lassie watches from the car, realizing that Jules, Jules got a new partner and he's letting her drive. It's so sad. Sean <laughs> messes with the lights in the holding cell and realizes the bed made the faint squeaking noise and even puts together that Kenny Loggins was hiding under the bed during the gunshot. Sean and Gus decide to visit Kenny Loggins' favorite pub, Tom Blair's pub, to question him, only to good arrive old, as police drag Kenny Loggins. Huh? Good old Tim Blair's pub. Tom Blair's. Tom Blair's. Tom but, Blair's. Or Tim Blair's. It's like yeah. we decided, to, we only decided to um, name one pub in the show. And so we keep using Tom Blair's every time we need a pub. Yeah. Which. Um, I guess they paid for a sign. So like we got to, we got to keep using it. It's so funny. I, I love that we do that. And I wrote that down. Tom and, Blair's pub. Um, okay. Sean and find a depressed lassie. Yeah. The scene where I'm trying to get out of the car and it's locked. I think we did one take <gasps> where I rolled down the window manually and I think I climbed out the window. <laughs> which just oh, didn't make it I hope that's in an outtake somewhere because that's so sweet okay Sean and Gus find a depressed lassie sitting on a bench wearing Sean's shirt after revealing he spilled Gus's tapioca on himself the two then drop off lassie at Henry's house to babysit him so funny Sean tells Henry he thinks it was an inside job and promises not to continue snooping around you in Henry's house too I just <laughs> You're losing it. And I I just was like, the whole evolution of you or this whole arc of you from the beginning to the end is so good. It's so good. And I love that, like, I know you. And I know that you would have been, like, really thinking about Lassiter and where he'd be emotionally. Like, your hair is a little different. Like, your body language is a little different. The whole, like, you're literally sorry, with well, every we scene. I know. I'm sorry to interrupt you saying amazing things about me. But um, <laughs> do we already do... The boys and Lassiter out in f and me out in front of the psych office on the bench? No, I, uh, right now. We just did that. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
So we, yeah. So, we, so yeah, play, like I, it was the first time, like again, again, the gray was really coming out, and I th- believe there's a show first here. What? It's the first. It's the first time Lasseter is not totally clean shaven. I had a little stubble going. And that too, I noticed it too. I wrote it down. I was like, no, oh, a, oh boy, like a different shirt, and it's kind of a little open collar, and these gray stern bushes coming out. He's he's a he's losing it. All right, cut there to is the a um, there's a beat where um. I just noticed I'm walking away from camera and I do this thing where I kind of scratch the back of my head, mm-hmm. which for a little insider insight, that's, um, I was trying kids when you're acting on film, you always want to give a little, um, button to the editors, something to cut to. Yeah. So I did that just to stay active in the scene, even though it's, even though it's not for some shocking reason, not on my face, but, uh, the scratching the back of the head as I'm walking away, I think was the, I either stole that from Chaplin or Buster Keaton, one of the two, but if you're going to steal, steal from the best. Absolutely. I love I love that moment. And I love all those little ads. I love those little ads. And I love that we're talking about them. Um, cut to them snooping around. Gus finds that there are no Kenneth logins in the data system. And Sean also discovers that there are missing pages in the arrest logbook. Together, Jules, Sean, and Gus realize who is behind the framing of Lassie. Henry runs into the psych office and tells him he can't handle Lassie anymore, only to find Sean and Gus taping together shredded papers. Sean heads out to get some peanuts and finds Juliet's new partner on a jog. He notices ink on his fingers, puts two and two together, and then gets knocked out. This freaked me out. Yes. we got to give a shout out to that that actor, is Benjamin King, great Benji- Ben King, who's so yeah. game, so wonderful. We love and, him. And- I would run into him occasionally in town or airports or somewhere, but he's a lovely yeah. guy. And he's a great, he was a great guest star on the show. He I just yeah. slid in seamlessly. I don't know if you remember Tim, but during this episode, um, I remember specifically he was there and I believe it was like during that really tricky financial time, there was like a bit of a crash that was happening mm-hmm. in 08 and we had Max Station, we used to call it, set up in the conference room on right. set. And because this episode, so much of it takes place at the station, we were just there every day. And what they would do is we'd all bring our laptops in and we'd each have a chair at the conference table and we'd all just come in and hang out on our computers while while we were shooting. And I just remember this was such a like poignant time because like he was really aware of everything that was happening. He was giving us a ton of him. He was so helpful. Oh, you're right. I do uh, remember this now. He was, he was very, he's very savvy financially. So he was giving us savvy. the rundown. I remember being in exterior somewhere. It was 2008. It was the 2008 crash and freaking out and calling Garth, my financial advisor and while well, standing in front of an exterior building, which must've been around the, um, it had to have been during this time. Yeah. No, it was totally, it that. was, it was a, it was a scary time. It was a very scary time. Um, okay, so he gets knocked out. Okay, so Sean is now knocked out. Okay, Sean wakes up in Lassie's home only to have Jules, Jules' new partner, uh, pointing a gun at him. Lassie depressingly lays on Henry's couch and gets a text from Sean. Uh, Lassie but, arrives back at his place to then get a gun pointed at sorry, him as well. But Lassie's ringtone or text tone is um, yeah. the theme to Cops. Yes. Which, <laughs> which I had forgotten too. and just made me laugh out loud rewatching this episode. This is a psych rewatch podcast, everybody. Um, this is a rewatch podcast. Uh, hold on. Oh, oh, okay, hold on. I wrote down a couple of things. Drimmer, um, wait, and then Tom Bear's Plug, hold on. Oh, and the jackal, the jackal. Uh, the jackal really comes out in uh, these scenes, I believe, when, when Gus, I mean, he really becomes a jackal here. Jules, Gus, and Henry join forces and try to find Sean as Sean and Lassie join forces to, t- uh, to stop their attempted murder. Oh, wait, hold on. To stop their attempted 
Murder. Nice catch. Nice catch, partner. I can't believe we almost missed that. Jules and the gang arrive at the crime scene since she tracked her partner on his GPS. Sean and Gus. Let me stop real quick. So when when O'Hara busts in the in the door to save Laster, I legit got a little misty. I got really emotional with this. Yeah. Because it's like it's the last yet really like just you got, I mean we talk about in there's um many lines about Laster saving O'Hara's life in yeah. episodes to come. But this one where O'Hara really saved Laster's life. Uh it's a big moment and I got to say this scene was scary. Like, we go there on Psych, but sometimes we really go there, and it is actually scary. There are gunshots in this. We had squibs and, like, blood, and in that scene, and you with the gun, they didn't catch, he didn't catch all the guns, because of course he didn't, <laughs> because Lassie is too good. Such tremendous writing from Kel and Tim in this. Very, very good. And, oh, my God, I'm sorry. It will go down as one of the greatest shots in psych history, it is a psychotic moment, if I do say so myself, of that grin on your face. You want to tell the rest? You talk about the, the no look after yes, after the. Yes, of um, course I am. It's the greatest so of the all time. The fact that Laster is Laster is hidden a gun in a full oh of pistachios. So good. And then um, I do the, uh, and I've got. I also took took Ben's gun, and the reason the scene is so good is also because Ben really brought the the drama. Yeah. Like, he, he brought the heavyweight. Yeah. He, he's really good. So did you, though. So did everybody. I mean, this whole episode, it just we, kicks We see in. somebody get shot. We actually never see anybody get shot in this in this show. No. So you actually see Lasseter shoot Dr- Drimmer. Drimmer, yeah. There's a squib in the shoulder. and um, You see the blood. So, it's splatter. So it's when crazy. you guys bust in, I've, take, I've now pick, picked up his gun. So I'm, I'm holding two guns at Drimmer just to look extra cool. Yeah, it's so, so then, good. Uh, the, and so it's the so bottom confident. of the scene, the psychotic moment you're talking about is the um, the Lasseter no look bullet catch when I um pop when I pop the the, yes. the slug out of the chamber. The bullet out of the chamber. It's so magic. You're not even looking, and you catch it, and the smile on your face. You're just like, <laughs> I'm just so pleased that I caught it. You're so pleased that you caught it, but there's also like a world where. I think you're just so validated because you knew you were innocent. Everyone else, everyone knew you were innocent. And I don't know. It's just, it's a really, really great moment. So much is happening in, in your whole expression during that time. And I know, I know in real life, you were just so pleased you caught it. But uh, Lassie, the character has a, he, he had no doubt. He had and no then, doubt um, he was catching. I think I've talked about this in, in a previous episode, but that was Steve Surgic in between takes saying, hey, can you give me something cool with the gun at the end? Uh-huh. And so, oh, I, did you? And I, so I stole that from, I lifted that in Stelius. I totally stole it from, in the pilot of Breaking Bad, Brian Cranston's character, his brother-in-law is trying mm-hmm. to hand him his gun. And Dean. Cranston doesn't, yeah, Dean, and Cranston doesn't want to take it. So he, so Dean does that, pops the, uh, the bullet out of the chamber with, with that move. And I remember watching the public going, that looks cool. I can use that somebody. So I just kind of stored that on the hard drive and. In between takes, I went to the prop, our prop man and said, um, hey, how do you do that? So he basically taught me how to do that in like five minutes. I love it. Which if you get, you got to have the gun, I've now realized, totally level. Because if you, if it's off at all, it won't go straight up. It'll go to an inch. It goes to an angle. Look at don't you. ever try it though, but don't try it. I was just it. about it's to dangerous. say, not that we're telling anyone to do it, but uh, no. but on set and in this moment, it was absolutely magic. 
It's a magical moment. Because I can never and spin it, guns because that's always dangerous even to try and practice. So I never even, yeah. I never even tried practicing that. So the only thing I could think of was the was the bullet pop. Yeah. But it's so the good. um so the no look bullet catch again is the coolest I will ever look on a film ever. <laughs> and it was the perfect bookend to the last or cool entrance. Again, that's all Steve Sturgic. Thank you, Steve. Yeah, thank you, Steve. And it worked. Okay, Sean and Gus arrive back at the station with one thing in mind, retrieving their sign check. They run into Lassie, who is on vacation, a.k.a. back at work. Lassie hands Sean and Gus envelopes with coupons inside as a token of his appreciation. Then he hands them their sign check, and Sean darts off to talk to Jules. It's so sweet. It's so good. Tim, I hope you're prepared for this, because there are some fan questions here that are related to this moment that we're talking about. Okay. Um, um, yeah. Before we get to those, kind of just interject the overall about this episode. The thing I love most about this episode is how there's so much character development between so you much. and me, between uh, me and Sean and Gus. Those the boys really come to my aid in helping me. Yeah, I feel like it's one of the first times too we see you with Henry. I mean, they drop you at Henry's, and then you guys have that moment, and and you're falling apart, and Henry's losing it because <laughs> because you're falling apart. Um, we have our stuff. I'm so protective of you and sad and Sean and Gus are like just so determined to to prove this right and it's a there's a lot of just really interesting stuff going on throughout the whole episode it's really 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 special and it's all because of you and that's one of the, why it's one of my favorites because it's about me <laughs> it is about you it's so good Tim you're so good in it um okay I had a lot of help to be good you got to be honest ready yes how many takes did Tim do in order to achieve the pistol grip slide and catch? I did one. Really? It is one take, isn't it? I knew that. It I think I knew take. that. One take. Did you just say that, by the way, and I missed that? Uh, I don't no. think I did say that. I don't think you did. Okay, good. Because I remember in back in the day being like, oh, my God, how long did that take to get? And I remember <laughs> it being one take. Now I'm remembering it. And I was like, of course, of course he did it in one take. Okay, here's another one, Tim. What other places do you think Lassie would hide his guns? Um, so hold on. It the, doesn't get much better than a bowl, a bowl of pistachios, but hold on. There's a bowl of pistachios. There's the um, bread box. A so bread box, the, yeah. He's got one in the shower, and he had one in the hi-fi. And LaShawn's got their great lines like, hi-fi, you were so cool for a second. Oh, exactly. Oh, that's right. The hi-fi. I love that. Okay. In between the cushions of the couch. So if he's sitting on the, if he's sitting on the couch, he could always slide his hand on the right side of the cushion and, and, uh, pop it out. For sure. For sure. For sure. With okay. the safety on, of course. Oh, of course. Safety first. Okay. What is your safety favorite never takes a holiday. in the episode? Because there are so many. Oh, I have mine. Funyuns. The Funyuns bit is funny. Mostly because I get to have a little funny with it, but yes. <laughs> that's probably mine. I don't know. Do you have one? Um, I mean, it's not a reference. I guess pistachios because the gun being in the bowl of pistachios. Yeah. I mean, it's not as funny as Funyuns, which is just a funny word. Fun I mean, it's got, it's got it's the word fun, got in, fun it. in it. Oh my God. We said the same thing. Of course we did. Okay. Tim, have you ever been in a situation where it looked like you did something bad, but you didn't? Yes. What? Um, I don't know that I'm really comfortable saying this in a public format. Okay. Well, so but the answer is yes. Sure. Yes. Sure. Yes. Really 
I feel like when I was young, I had a couple of things happen like this. Um, but I can't remember exactly what it is right now. Wait, when, you, when, you were yo- when you were young and it looked like you murdered, you murdered someone? <laughs> I remember once that like my neighbor told my mom I lied about something. And like it looked that way because I was like the last person standing in the room. I remember there were like a bunch of kids and I was the last person standing in the room. So I had to like confirm or deny that something happened. And I, and I remember being like, no, that's not true. That's not true. And everyone's like, of course it's true. She must have lied. And I, it came out later that I didn't. But I remember that. And I got in a lot of trouble. I think I was like six. But you remember those things when you're like, wait, <laughs> it wasn't me. Are you sure it's not a time you were down to the crick and you pushed somebody in? It's possible. It's very possible. When I was down at the crick. Germantown, Germantown Little League ballpark. Mm-hmm. Down at the crick. That's where the crick was. Um, of course it was. What is what is your favorite Kenny Loggins song? <laughs> uh, um, hold on. That's mine. I can name that tune in. Um, I got it. You got a go couple of hums. I don't know. I don't know the name of it. I don't know the name of it. But isn't that Kenny Loggins? Am I crazy? I didn't quite get it. I'm sorry. You have I to think that again. I think that's. Oh, no, Kenny Loggins. I'm doing Kenny G. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> hold on. That's completely Very, wrong. No, Kenny Loggins was a uh, was like Danger Zone, right? And like, yeah, and, and Footloose. D- yeah, Footloose. Sorry, Footloose. That's right. Not Danger Zone. Not, not, wait. Oh, no, I think Kenny Loggins also did Danger Zone. Top Gun. He, no, he definitely, he 100% did, uh, did Danger he, Zone. Because I mean, just watch, just watch Top Gun and a uh, Maverick with, with uh, Lily. What am I saying? I yes. had to explain who, I had to explain the, uh, the iconicness of Kenny Loggins in that song. It, it, that is by far my favorite. And also, so I can't, I literally, my brain just left my body. I love that I did Kenny G. You have to kind, you have to leave this in. Very similar hair though. What a, what an idiot. Um, but no, I, I, Kenny Loggins, forget it. Like danger zone all the way. And also, yeah, with the like revival of Top Gun, it's just so good. Okay. Which by the way, after watching Top Gun and Maverick back to back, danger zone was in my head for four days. I love it. I, it'll be in my head the rest of the night, and I don't care because it's such a great song. It always puts me in a good mood. Okay, I mine love it. is "I'm All Right." I'm from, all right. From Nobody the theme from Caddyshack. Which one? Oh, Caddyshack yeah. with, the, with the dancing gopher. Absolutely. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one too. Oh, Tim, God, you were so good in this. Um, this was such a turning point I felt too in like, I don't know, just all, all things Lassie going forward. And I feel like the more we sort of tapped into your like talent, like just, I mean, partner. Yeah. And, and, and here's Lassie coming later. I mean, it just like you, you're just so game and, and every, even the most subtle facial expressions of like vulnerability to that grin at the end to like, you know, your disdain for the guys sometimes. Like, you can say just, so much. I just want to make note. Subtle facial expressions are words that are not normally associated with me as an actor. <laughs> so, but they are. But I feel so. like it's very hard with just a look to say as much as you do when it's just a look. And so they're not so subtle in that, like, there's a lot behind it. But they're subtle in that you don't have to do like a big song and dance to get the point across. It's like a look and it's just, you're so good. I'm sure the psychos will all agree with me. 
it is Thank a, you, my friend. it's, it is, it is very, very hard to do that. It is very hard to do that. And you did so much of that in this episode. I just got to say, there's going to be something extra in your envelope this week, Maggie. Thank you. That's what I was hoping for. Okay, great. Uh, yay. Hey, Tim. Maggie. Lassie did a bad, bad thing. In the, or in the book. did he? Or did he? Um, you guys, I think that was amazing. Um, Tim, do you have anything else you want to add? Did I mention how amazing you look today? I don't think oh. I did yet. Oh, thanks. I have a the the natural light coming in, which is better today. It's better. Better than better than the backlight. <laughs> it is definitely better than the backlight because well, we can just see your face. It's a special occasion, so we you gotta gotta set it up right, you know? And the the secret of what that special occasion is is gonna be revealed soon. Very, very, very soon. Very soon. Tim, I can't wait to see you in just a couple of days. I'm so excited. I get I get several days with you, Maggie. I know. And we're going to have so much fun. And we're going to be on stage. And we're going to take pictures. And we get to hang out. And we're going to have some nice fun times. We get to, to, to sit next to each other and sign autographs? We're going to sign some autographs. And we're going to giggle and have a ball. Can't wait. We're going to um, panel, panel sign and photograph the shit out of it. Uh, yes. You were so good in this. This is one of my favorite episodes. It's one of my favorite episodes. And this is why yes. you're one of my best friends. And yes. Okay, love you, Tim. I'll see you in a I couple of too. days. I cannot wait. Lassie did a bad, bad thing. Or did he? Ah, oh, that was so much fun. I could talk about how amazing Tim is in this episode all day. Thank you all for joining us and uh, and for listening to episode 11 of The Psychologists Are In. Don't forget to follow us on our Instagram at The Psychologists Are In and our Twitter at Psychologist Pod for a very special announcement. It will be coming out tomorrow. And let's just say The Psychologists Are In did a good, good thing. <laughs> I love it. With this surprise. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.